Hello and welcome to Upilile, the podcast. I'm your host, Uzama Wuhle Mlife, and I'm excited for this brand new podcast, Conversation. You guys know that my favorite form of art is the art of conversation, and I would rather be nowhere else than serving you in this very moment. It is an absolute pleasure to serve you guys week in and week out. To the people who are tuning in for the very first time, you are welcome. This is a safe space. I hope you find your place in the safe space. I hope that you're served well. I hope that we inspire growth and healing in your life journey. To the people who have been tuning to this podcast conversation, I am absolutely honored to be serving you week in and week out. I appreciate your support so much. I actually can't even begin to express how much I appreciate you guys in words, but I definitely do. To the people who are just joining in, please do subscribe to Upilile in any podcast platform that you have. You should just search us up there and you should find us and tune in week in and week out catch up on old episodes we have a variety of meals to satisfy your soul and we hope you are satisfied in this space and we hope that you are served in this space and feel loved and seen in this space i hope that you guys are excited for this brand new podcast conversation let's get into it and we are back in slightly late slightly late my apologies to my consistent listeners who have been waiting for an episode the hun is just late i am slightly slightly late and i have a perfect reason as to why this episode is so late i have recently introduced online learning to my weekly activities and it kind of threw me off my flow and affected my recording because to record a podcast conversation i kind of really have to get myself in this space of mind and into the zone and with all the studying and trying to meet certain deadlines and this and that and the other i haven't been able to get into that space so only now am i getting into that space and it's already the weekend and the week is almost up but i'm still holding on to my two three episodes every single month so i am just late slightly late and i apologize for that and the crazy thing about my lateness is actually I already knew what I wanted to speak about since the last podcast conversation. If you have not checked out the last podcast conversation, please do. I shared a story time about disappointment in family relationships, etc., etc. Please check out the previous two episodes. They speak about that. Just check them out. It's some good stuff, I'd like to think. Um, so I decided then I had this idea of what I wanted to speak about and it kind of links up to something that I spoke about last year round about this time. So last year I did a podcast conversation with Utando Ngele, Noltando Ngele. If you have not checked that podcast conversation out, please do. It's an amazing conversation. And I think you might think that's a little weird considering what's, what it's about. So Last year, Tando and I hopped on a conversation and we spoke about grief. Tando lost her mom. And if you don't know my personal story or haven't checked out all my previous episodes, you might not know, but I'm one of five kids. And I've got two older brothers and a younger sister and a younger brother. And I lost 
both my older brothers and my younger sister. So my oldest brother, we lost to a gun accident. My second old, okay, so the one who comes just before me, I'm 95, I'm 96. We lost him to a childbirth complication process. And then my younger sister had health complications. So I'm the middle of three passed on siblings. Right? Right. Now, what I experienced with regards to loss, especially my oldest brother and my younger sister, because I wasn't there for the loss of my brother, whom I immediately follow, is people's reactions. Now, to no fault of their own, a whole lot of people don't really know how to handle a person who's lost someone, especially of close proximity. So what ends up happening is one of two things. People end up avoiding you hectically, like hectically avoiding you where you can tell people are sincerely avoiding you or people just actually don't know what to say. And then it just becomes this whole awkward thing where people end up saying the wrong things. And that's actually possible where people say the wrong things or people don't know what to say. And they just don't know how to handle conversation with you after that loss. And I thought this would be a great conversation to have as to what is correct. what Not fully correct because obviously this is going to be a personal experience for me. So some people might agree, some people might not. But there are things that are slightly more acceptable to say to a person who's lost someone. And then some things that you should just keep to yourself. And I experienced a whole lot of that. Like a whole lot of that. You know, when people just ask you random stuff and you're like, hmm, okay. And I've kind of just learned to forgive that due to people not really knowing what to say when you've lost a person so let us tackle things to not say when a person has lost someone in their life so the first one that i've personally experienced is people asking you how close you were to the person whom you've lost so i lost my brother as i said to a gun accident and someone asked me oh so were you close to your brother (sighs) Now, I know from the perspective of a person who's asking, it might be an innocent question. But to the person who is experiencing the grieving, it seems like you want to validate whether I should be feeling this much pain or whether I should not be feeling this much pain according to how close I was to this person. Guys, loss is loss. Yes, obviously, it hits at different levels. But while the wound is still fresh... I think it's just better to keep that question to yourself. Enable the person to talk about the person and maybe figure out from those cues how close they were to the person. But for you to outright ask a person, so how close were you guys? As if that must justify how much pain they should be in. Um, Don't do that. (laughs) It's not cute. It's not nice. And then the second thing is, trying to give a person a high experience of their loss so for example when you say oh you know you're just gonna grow from this and this is gonna make you such a better person now as i said 
loss is different right so grieving falls into different categories um you can grieve a person who's passed on you can grieve a person um whom you've lost relationship with so grief occurs to different people for different relationships and different circumstances and when the wound you know there's certain things actually just when the wound is still fresh you should like shy away from saying and when a person's lost a person try to not make it um hey you're gonna be so much better for this in the long run especially when things are still fresh so keep away from that type of conversation because that kind of stops a person from grieving because it kind of seems like you're saying oh okay you know just just see the better part of this you know you don't need to be experiencing so much emotion and this and that and the other enable people that space to feel their emotions be there if you need to be there and let them get to that evolution of being better for that loss without you having to kind of press that onto them and onto their grieving process and the third thing um this can really oh this actually just applies to death uh, are people telling you if you've lost someone who's older in your family oh at least they'd lived long <sighs> don't do that like let's not do that you know when someone's lost their grandmother or whatever it is it doesn't feel justified just because a person has been here longer you know so it's best to not kind of justify that it's oh at least whatever at least they just if you're gonna say at least it was this or that hmm, mm, the person who's experiencing that pain doesn't feel that at least especially not yet so there are certain things that just kind of sting when you say them when the wound is still fresh and you're still just going through the pain of that loss let, let's keep away from the at least, you know, at least, you know, had it just been like death, ah, guys, pain is pain. Like, you might think it, and it might make sense to you logically, but to the person who's experiencing the pain, let's just refrain from certain things. And something else is also sharing with a person that they have to be strong for other people so when a person needs to deal with the emotion and you're like oh you have to be strong for your family and to keep other people like up during the season hey that one is not fair hey because then it's like certain people's pain is prioritized in the season and the thing is that when you have to hold up yourself straight for other for the sake of other people is that the other people will break down go through their process of grief and then you never get to do that and then you harbor that energy and that energy can transform transform into different things in the human body it can be sickness depression this and that and the other so let's not promote people stopping their pain or stopping their grieving process in the moment for the sake of other people right there's a lot of things that we should refrain from saying which i guess is what makes people nervous about approaching people who've recently faced loss so let's not leave this without any solution what can you possibly say or what conversations can you possibly have with a person who has dealt with loss or is in the grieving process so the first thing is 
asking them how they and their family have been right Nakona, i feel like this is one of those conversations that requires a sit down of sorts because sometimes people during your grieving process are like oh so how are you but like they really aren't in that space to kind of listen to how you are they aren't really asking from like a sincere 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 place it's like uh i'm making things official i asked you how are you you know so having your how are how have you been and how has your family been during this process when having that type of conversation showing the person that gila i'm here to listen i'm here to support you not making it a passing by statement or a passing by checklist or at least you know giving yourself time to listen to how the person actually has been and being ready because the thing is with grieving what makes the grieving process better is going through the process of what happened over and over and over again you know so that might mean me repeating the story a thousand and one times or although you've already heard it you know being patient through such things because honey child when you lose someone hey you're going to repeat that story like you're going to repeat that story unfortunately healing is in the repetition of the story which is what psychologists have you do when you visit the office you repeat the story until you're in a space where you um aren't crying so much or you aren't you're just in a better space and outside quickly with that intensity and hectic emotion as you did the first time you know so when you are asking a person how they've been and how their family are doing in this season be ready people are going to repeat the story that you've already heard about how the person lost their life and this and that and the other be ready for that and be in the space of listening and let's not do the checking in for register like wooting these all maggie riches that purposes right right a second thing that you can ask is um can you tell me about your loved one so what i realized is that some people actually avoid talking about the person or don't want to put you in that hurt so they're not trying to even bring up the person that you lost actually i don't know how it works for other people but a lot of people actually don't mind sharing about the person because it enables them to relive maybe not about the death and how that happened they might share a whole lot of that but when you ask a person about that person before you're born and how you guys lived with that person and sharing your experiences it actually feels good you know because you get to remember the person in a good way and you get to remember the highlights and the joys that you shared with that person so i don't think it's a bad thing at all to ask a person about their passed on mother their passed on brother what were their favorite moments about them while they were still alive and you know all those questions that enable me to relive enable that person to relive the good memories and the good moments with that person i i I think it's a great thing i think it's something that you should consider a lot of people are are are, are different but i think it's a good thing to relive the good moments of that person right right the third point that you can ask or the third question that you can ask is what can you do to help right right so 
during the loss of my brother, my friends were the most amazing people. And usually you can actually just ask a person how you can support them in this season. And some people are like, oh, okay, I want to talk about this person. Some person, some people are like, okay, I don't want to talk about this person or I don't want to talk about what happened and things of that nature. But this is how you can support me. So asking a person, how can you support them? How can you help them in this season? What are they comfortable with? And I had a friend. I remember that when I lost my brother, she would come into my room and she had decided that she was going to come and have random conversation with me every single day until she was sure that I was in a good space. And I'm telling you, the first, first, I think maybe a couple of weeks, it was so awkward because this hun would just come to my room and she'd just hack her head away and she'd just talk. Actually, this is Nonjabul. She'd just talk and talk and talk and talk. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But because she never gave up having those weird conversations in as awkward as I think it must have been for her because I wasn't my interactive responsive self but she came and she had those conversations with my minimal responses and this and that and the other literally that got me out of the pit because what usually happens is that people will not really know how to deal with you not really ask you how to support you or feel like you're kind of a little off-ish then begin to avoid you because they've tried having a conversation with you and you're being so awkward and they really don't know what to say to you and stuff of that nature. Two people who have friends that have lost people, keep at it. The person will eventually get out of the space and the fog that they're in and ask, how can I support you? You know, How can I be there for you? If a person doesn't really have the verbiage to describe how they wish to be supported in the season, Keep showing up, keep having the awkward conversation, keep talking about the random things, try these questions, you know, how can, how, how do they remember this person, what was their best memory, um, how's the family doing, have them repeat the story a thousand and one times, support them through that period, but keep showing up, because as soon as you are like, oh my gosh, this person is being so awkward and I don't want to be in this awkward situation and I'm just going to avoid this person. And you do that and then another friend does that and another friend does that and then you guys are like, oh, she's changed. She's not who she used to be. Then she really changes because no one is there to support her and get her out, him or her, out of that tiff. And then they're in this whole space and this... It's just complicated. But keep showing up. That's the moral of the story. So, yeah, be sensitive. I guess that's what I'm saying. Be sensitive to what you are saying to your friends who are experiencing grief or experiencing loss. Check with yourself. If I lost someone who was dear and close to me and I was asked this question, would I be okay with that question? You know, and more than anything, even if... There is nothing to say. Keep showing up. Keep visiting. Keep having those awkward phone calls. Keep checking in. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. Until the person is through with the grieving process. Because grieving is a process. And it has stages to it. And there gets a time where you are okay. And you've dealt with things. And you know you don't want to be at the end of the line. And have dealt with your grieving. And you have no support system or friends left because everyone decided 
know they weren't going to deal with this. So keep showing up for your friends who are grieving, going through stuff. And for for us people who, who've gone through that grief or are in that grieving space, also try to find words. I know at that time you can't really be mm, that bothered, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, but to be taking care of other people's emotions while you are going through things as well but try to find the verbiage as to how you wish to be supported so as to not make your friends or your support system's life that difficult you know i know it's very hard to care about how other people are finding you and how other people are experiencing you through that season but just try to find verbiage as to how you wish to be supported and that makes life easy for so many people. So I hope you guys learned something new. Um, we'll be able to deal with friends, family who are going through grief, going through loss. As I said, and as I'll continue to reemphasize, loss is not just death. Loss is loss in relationships. Loss is going through a divorce. Loss comes in different formats. So therefore, there are a lot of things that people will grieve um people will grieve even failure you know where you have started a qualification and you weren't able to finish that qualification you know you grieve that process of the dreams that you had an association to that you know you grieve the experiences that you thought you'd have and then the life change of life looking a whole different way so there's a whole lot of things that people grieve be sensitive to see when your when your friends or your people are going through that process show up for those people ask them how can you support them if you're going through those processes and you might have not even noticed that you're grieving something try by all means to find verbiage to how you want to be supported because honestly speaking i know it can kind of get a little awkward for the people who are on the receiving end of whatever grief process you're going through so try to not make your support system's life that hard by having them have to figure out what's, oh okay you know she's a little prickly when you do this she's a little prickly when you do that um let me do this let me try that this and that and the other what ends up happening is just that you keep losing people and people don't really stick around for that so try to find ways to communicate how you wish to be supported right right that's this week's episode i hope you learned something from it Peace be unto you, Uktula Magbegue.